Possum Podcast. Toot toot. Mr. Possum, it's TV season. Oh, yes. It's TV season. The fall TV lineup has been revealed, and we're looking at all the new shows, all the great new programming that all our great networks and channels and streaming services have to offer us. Yes, it's the season to sit on your duffs. You still call them duffs? Yeah. People still say duff. I still say duff. Uh I didn't know if it was cool or not. Oh, it's never been cooler to say sit on your duff. Good. Well, tonight we're going to be counting down the five new TV shows we're excited about here. I can't recall ever being so excited about the fall TV lineup as I am right now. It's never been a more exciting time to sit on that duff and watch the screen. Possum, something I like to say, uh, an idea that I invented is that we're living in the golden age of television right now. Oh. The golden era of television. There's never been more people creating fresher, newer, more original shows on such a wide variety of platforms. You've got your streaming services. You've got your live television. You've got uh, networks. You've got HBO and that kind of stuff. A golden era. That's... Interesting. I've never heard someone who looks like you talk about TV like this. It's like nobody talks about TV now. You know, I think people have forgotten about TV. They have. You know, nowadays everybody's outside every day hiking and throwing balls around. And meanwhile, the stuff happening in there while your TV's collecting dust is some of the most innovative programming of our lives. You said it. That's why I'm so excited that we're going to be talking about these new shows tonight. Letting our listeners know what they can look forward to in the programming guide. Go on, squash that duff against the couch and feast your eyeballs with these TV delights. (laughs) Well said, Mr. Possum. We'll be back in just a second with our fifth most highly anticipated new TV show. Oh, yeah, we're going to have a TV party. We're back with the Big Allen Possum Radio Hour. We're talking new fall TV lineup. Yeah, we're counting down our five most highly anticipated new shows. Big Al, what's your number five? My number five is the newspaper. Ooh. Coming to CBS this fall as part of their Sincere Sunday lineup. Starring Tony Shalhoub as a self-centered misanthrope who suddenly and without any explanation... Starts receiving the newspaper. What? He starts receiving the newspaper. What? He starts receiving the day's newspaper. Whoa. So he starts reading about what's going on in the world, and he starts going to events and things that he reads about in the newspaper. This one's got that CBS twist on a classic drama, and it's got that Emmy stink all over it, as far as I'm concerned. This one stinks of Emmy stuff. Also stars the entire rest of the cast of Wings. So it's a bit of a reunion there, too. It's kind of a spiritual reunion to Mm -hmm. Wings, isn't it? It's a spiritual sequel to Wings. Yes. Now, does Tony Shalhoub, like, look at the obituaries or the classifieds or just... 
He reads the whole thing as I understand it. He reads it from cover to cover. From cover to cover. Whoa. He has himself a nice bit of toast, and he reads that newspaper from cover to cover. What's on the toast? I I don't know. I imagine he I imagine Shalhoub likes to mix it up. I guess we'll have to tune in to see, won't we? We will have to tune in to see. And uh and you get plenty of shots of that toast, because I think reading the newspaper takes up the first quarter of the show every time. Do you think he gets up and makes more toast? I can't wait to see. Possum, what's your number five? Ooh, my number five is Plops. Oh, Plops. Oh, yes. Oh, I'm excited about this one. I mean, come on. Real lunch ladies. Real Real lunch ladies. Real Plops. Embedded camera crews on location with some of America's toughest lunch ladies as they feed America's young students. Oh, yeah. And, and, you know, the trailer shows some of the some of the guff they deal with. Yeah. If you like sitting on your duff and watching guff, you are going to want to watch plops. What I like about this is it looks real. It looks real gritty and real. You know, we're just we're just seeing the unadulterated real experiences of these tough as nails lunch ladies. Oh, yeah. And it's gritty. I mean, these these camera crew guys, they can't stand still. This camera is going every which it's way. It's very shaky camera. Uh, I would, what I love from the trailer is just how often you can see the food splatters onto the lens of the camera. That's how you know they're embedded. Yeah. They're close. They're close. They're right up against that steam tray. There's just gravy and bits of tomato sauce just splattering up onto the camera lens all the time. The part that got me that sold me with that lady with the big arms, and she puts her arm right up in that camera. She says, would you step back and get out of the way? In all of the clips of the show I've seen, the camera crew seems to get in the way of them actually feeding the kids. Well, there's not a ton of room back there. Yeah. You know? And they don't dress this food up. Some of it looks bad. <laughs> Some of this is a brown plop, you know? Yeah. What's your number four here? Oh, I'm real excited about this one, Mr. Possum. My number four is Champion. Oh, Champion. Streaming this fall on Fox Now. Champion is a reality competition show where 20 amateur shampoo makers are given surprise ingredients and tasked with producing a store-quality shampoo. There will also be uh, exciting shampoo-related challenges, and in the end, only one will win the coveted Champion trophy. The judges are Katherine Heigl and AEW wrestling superstar Chris Jericho. Oh, my gosh. I am so excited for Champion. I am, too. Now, usually I don't like shampoo stuff, but this is different. Well, it's it, they're really mixing it up. I mean, literally mixing it up because these, these folks come into the shampoo arena and they lift this little box up, and under there they got a carrot, some balsamic vinegar, some crushed up walnuts and they have to figure out how to make a store quality shampoo out of these ingredients. Right. And it's fascinating because you're like, how are they going to make that sudsy? Yeah. 
That's got to clean somebody. They're going to need some powdered metals and chemicals from over in the pantry. Now, are these judges going to take real baths? Or are they just going to smell it? Oh, the judges get their hair washed using each of the shampoos at the end of each challenge. One thing that's real wild about this show is that they also have to come up with the packaging for the shampoos. They're only given like an hour to make the shampoo and the packaging. And it's got to look like you could just pluck it off the shelf of Kroger right there. But sometimes when they mess up, it's nasty, Mr. Possum. It looks like a black tar in a CVS bag. Now that's not something you put in your hair on purpose. (laughs) These products don't go through any kind of testing before they're just put right on the judges' heads. That's right. You better get it right, because that shampoo's going to go right on Chris Jericho's head. Yeah, you don't want to be the person who burned all of Katherine Heigl's hair off. No. <laughs> you will never live that down. Yep. I can't wait. There is nothing I would lather watch, Big Hal. <laughs> toot toot. <laughs> toot toot. Possum, what's your fourth most highly anticipated fall new TV show? Well, mine's... Kind of like yours. Kind of one of them competitive reality shows. I like that kind of stuff. Uh It's Power Strip. Power Strip? Yes. All right. Which exotic dancer can strike the most fear into the hearts of the judges? Who will be the most powerful exotic dancer? Now, who are the judges? Are they celebrities in this or uh, what, what? Oh, definitely not celebrities. These are nobodies. Just a few disgusting little worms. It's not even worth saying their names. They're not even in the credits or anything. No, heck no. No, these dancers have got to do, you know, as kind of essential routine, but they also have to intimidate the judge the most. Sounds like a real empowering show. Sounds very motivating and exciting and empowering for just about everybody except those gross little judges. Right, but the thing is, we don't care about those little worms. Now, Possum, what network is this one on? It's going to be on ABC Network. ABC, huh? Wow. So they got to actually keep this whole thing family friendly. Oh, yeah. The exotic dancing and everything. Right. Because it's on ABC. So even the exotic dancing has to be a little bit tame. The important thing is that you can gather your whole family around the TV. And even the little kids are going, oh, look at that disgusting little sniveling worm there sitting there. Ew, I'd hate to grow up to be like him, Daddy. What a pathetic little grub. Classic ABC entertainment for the whole family. Oh, yeah. Big Al, what's your number three here? Boy, am I excited for my number three. This is a show called Gurf the Cat. Oh, Gurf, yes. This is coming to HGTV this fall. It's the first one-hour original serial drama to air on HGTV. So we're, again, we're just blasting through these traditional boundaries of what a network can be, of what a show can be. Gurf the Cat has a whole lot of buzz coming off of it. It's being called Breaking Bad, but about a cat. That is what people are saying. Now, Gurf's a cat who becomes very depressed and starts having these nightmares. He's talking to spiders. He's sabotaging his owner's love life and terrorizing the other pets in his house. 
In the trailer, Gurf is seen trapping another cat in a package and shipping it off across the globe. It's very dark stuff. Gurf the Cat is played by Bo Bridges, and his performance has that Emmy stink coming off it in droves. He's doing the hard work for an actor trying to bring this cat to life. Yeah, they're not doing any kind of CG or anything. They're not even giving him a cat costume. It's just Bo Bridges, and he's got to let you know with his facial expressions and with his actions and with the fact that he has a sign around his neck that says cat, that he's a cat. I mean, you relate to him as, as, a, as a person, but also as a cat. It's weird. There's a, something about the look in his eyes when they put that cold lasagna in his bowl where he looks excited in a way that's equal parts cat-like excitement and equal parts just a person that likes lasagna. Only Bo Burgess can pull that look off. Mm. This was, this is a role that was just written for Bo Bridges. A tour de force. Yeah, so it's a real tour de France. Possum, what's your number three? <laughs> oh, Big Al, it's Fletcher. Fletcher. It's Fletcher. Now, see, I don't know much about Fletcher. I haven't seen anything. Oh, my Fletcher. goodness. Well, Fletcher's got this hat. <laughs> he's got this, he's got wild red hair, for one thing. Uh-huh. It's, oh, it's so messy. He's got this hat that you're sitting on his head a certain way. Uh-huh. He's, and <laughs> he's pulling this wagon. And you don't know what's in this wagon. What if it's eggs? <laughs> and he's got this striped shirt on, kind of like you see a little chimp wearing, you know, like on a birthday card. But it's Fletcher wearing it, so it's way funnier. Okay. And he's got these shoes. They're like buckets. <laughs> They're too big. Fletcher. Okay, now what What happens? Like, what, uh, what's Fletcher going to do on this show? Well, it's, it's Fletcher. He's going to do something funny. Look at his hat. Look at his hat. Are there any other characters on the show? Well, I don't know. I mean, he just got that wagon. I mean, I, I could be a character in that wagon. I don't know. Possum, it sounds to me like the only info you have about this show is a single photograph, a single still image. Yeah. Of a little boy pulling a wagon. Yes, and it says Fletcher. Mm-hmm. That's enough for me. That's all you know about this show. Yeah, sometimes all you need is just a... You know, just a whiff of something, and you know you want to have it for dinner. So you know Fletcher's funny just from what he's wearing, what his shoes look like, what his shirt looks like. Well, yeah, anybody that's seen this picture knows it's funny. If you've seen it, you think it's funny. There's something about Fletcher. <laughs> There's something about Fletcher. All right, well, let me pull up this picture of Fletcher, and let's just see if I decide from a still image of a child pulling a wagon that I think Fletcher is funny. Okay. Oh, yes. I'm gonna look at I'm gonna look at it right now. Okay. Oh, oh Fletcher. Oh, look at Fletcher. Look at his right. shirt. Oh, oh, oh Fletcher. Look at oh, him. Oh, in oh, that wagon. You see what I mean? What do you think he's got in that wagon, see, Mr. I, Possum? See, I think it's eggs. You think it's eggs? I think it's eggs. Oh, what if it is? <laughs> If I know Fletcher, it's eggs. <laughs> <laughs> Stumbling around town in those big old shoes. They know they look like buckets. They look like buckets. <laughs> that devilish grin, his wild red hair. Fletcher, this little boy's not even doing anything, and it's already too much, Mr. Possum. Isn't it too much? It's too much. It's too much. What's in the wagon? <laughs> oh, Fletcher, tell us. Fletcher, please tell us what's in the wagon. <laughs> 
Come on. Are there eggs in the wagon? Please tell me they're eggs. Oh, Fletcher. We're counting down our top five most anticipated fall TV programs. We are, and we're down to our number two. What's your number two, buddy? My number two most anticipated new fall TV program is Being Have Job. Huh? Being Have Job. Have you heard of this? No, I haven't heard about this. You have to tell me about this. Coming to Amazon Prime this fall. Man, am I excited for this one. From Boston Dynamics and IBM comes the first ever completely automated show. Not just performed by robots, but written, directed, and marketed by artificial intelligence. Here's some info on the show from the marketing packet, Mr. Possum. Jim from Office, new job. All human love Office. Watch Being Have Job now. Jim is happy now. Jim is in love today. Episode one, does image have fire hydrant? Please. You're pretty pumped about this. Oh, I'm very pumped. I think we're on the cusp of a revolution in television programming here. I think we're coming to the end of the golden era of television, as we discussed earlier. And I think we're happening upon the automated era of television. Automated. Robots doing the whole thing for us. Automatic shows produced, written, created, acted, edited, all by robots, and targeted directly to us through research and marketing. I've got some questions about this. Uh-huh. So, it's acted by robots. Yes. Are they, do they dress like people? They got wigs and clothes on and stuff? Yeah. Have you seen those Boston Dynamics videos? You seen those robots? They get pushed around with sticks and stuff? Oh, yeah. I've seen them uh, robots being bullied. Yeah. So just imagine a tie and a wig on one of those things. Oh, okay. So it's a lot of slapstick, I guess. Yeah. A lot of everyday kind of slapstick just performed by uh, robots and also conceived of and written by robots. So it's not all going to make sense right away, but the artificial intelligence is going to learn how to give us exactly what we want. Another great thing about this is that fewer people have to punch in at a job and spend all day plunking away at that typewriter, figuring out dialogue and stuff. For too long, people have slaved away under unpleasant conditions, and now a robot can take over what is one of the hardest and most unpleasant jobs there is. That of a TV producer. Are you worried about what this means for us? I mean, could we be replaced by robots someday? Yeah, well, I hope so. So you'd rather me be a robot? I'd rather both of us be robots, Mr. Possum. I, I, I'd rather we both be home listening to this show than performing it. Well, all right, Mr. Possum, what's your number two? My number two is Vidal Baboon. Vidal Baboon! Yes. This one looks really good. Vidal Baboon is a famous baboon stylist. 
moves from his comfy Beverly Hills home to his dumpy little hometown in the jungle. It's a real riches to rags tale. Yes. And guess who wants a new look? Who? Everybody. <laughs> Every swinging tail in the jungle wants a new look. That's a lot for old Vidal Baboon to take care of, Big Al. Yeah. He's only one baboon. And everybody's such a big pain in the butt about it. How is Vidal Baboon going to handle this workload, giving the whole jungle a new look and keeping his sanity? <laughs> we'll see. Now, who plays Vidal Baboon in this? Oh, it's, um, it's an actual baboon. But oh, they, really? Yeah, but they do that thing where it talks and it looks real. You know, like when you see a commercial with one of them talking squirrels? Real funny. Right, so they just animate the mouth. Right, that's Vidal. Mm-hmm. But it's a real baboon. It's a real, authentic baboon. And he really does give people styles. He's got clippers. Mm-hmm. He's got scissors. He's got gels. He's got moose. Do they have a live studio audience, or is it is it canned laughter? No, it's canned, and it's baboon laughter. It's oh, not people laughing. that's interesting. No, this show's it's for baboons. The show is actually for baboons. I mean, when you think about it, yes. I mean, one could relate to it. But it's for baboons. By baboons. It's written by baboons? Yeah. <laughs> Vidal Baboon was a, a Hollywood extra in real life for a long time, and he had been writing this show. Really? No, you idiot. It's oh. not written by baboons. Oh, you got me. You got me, Mr. Possum. It, it does have baboon laughter, though. And that's just part of the funnies. Uh-huh. It's just part of the funnies. Counting down our top five most highly anticipated new fall TV shows, and we are at the big one, the number one. Big Al, what is it? My number one is Tummy Town. Tummy Town. There's been a lot of hype around this uh, hour-long prestige drama coming to Showtime this fall about the high-stakes cutthroat world of viral overhead Facebook recipe videos. We meet our hero, Dewey Crater, aspiring chef and ukulele player, as he gets off a Greyhound bus in Racine, Wisconsin, the viral recipe video capital of the world. But can Dewey make it to the top without losing his soul? This show's going to ask all the big questions. Are there limits in art? Can goodness succeed? Is two apple pies with cheese and beef between them a hamburger or a quesadilla? Yes. Now... Possum, you, like myself, are a big fan of overhead shot viral recipe videos on Facebook. Yes, I am. I love how fast their hands move. And I love all the crazy concoctions they come up with. You're like, what? Why would somebody eat that? But you also kind of want to eat it as they're slicing through some, you know, 600-pound Oreo pizza. Oh, with that cheese spilling out the middle. Mm, stuffed crust? Oreo. And this show's an opportunity to find out about the lives of the people behind those videos and really get into the deep 
dark existential questions of just existing in a world where this kind of virality is possible. Finally. That's what I say when I heard of this show. I said, uh, finally. Finally. Yeah, whenever I'm watching one of these viral recipe videos, I'm always wondering what's going on in the life of the person behind it. Are they depressed? Are they happy? Are they, is there someone right behind them gunning for their job, you know? Right. What's their life like? They're like, I can't afford to play it safe anymore. I need to add a fifth layer to this bologna cake. And if I don't, somebody else is going to come along and do it. But, you know, as hard as these folks work, they party even harder. I'll bet. I'll just bet. Well, for one thing, they got to eat all that gross food that they make. So they may spend two hours a day cooking this thing, but the rest of the day is just this enormous, grotesque buffet. You think they'll show, like, an overhead view of them doing the dishes, too? Oh, I hope not. I don't tune into the TV to watch myself do the chore I'm avoiding right now. I don't know. I think it could be kind of cathartic, because I don't do dishes. But if I see somebody do it from that view, I feel like, I just did the dishes. Like virtual reality dishes. Hey, Mr. Possum. Hey, Big Al. What's your number one? Well, I think you know what I'm going to say. I've been talking about it all week. Honcho. Honcho! Coming to CBS this fall, Honcho stars Oliver Platt as Honcho, a cowboy centaur. Yeah, I'm so glad you brought this one up. It almost made it into my top five. This looks hilarious. Oliver Platt just riding into town on himself, bellying up to the bar, and the bartender's like, oh, no, actually, the troughs are outside, partner. (laughs) And then he's going to the hotel. He's trying to get a room at the hotel. The hotel guy's like, oh, sorry, our rooms are for people, but the stable's down the street. (laughs) You know, it's going to be so funny to watch him try to deal with all these awkward situations. Excuse me, what are you doing? What do you mean? You're trying to make this into a, a funny comedy. This ain't no comedy. This is this is real. It's not a... It's a drama. The Centaur Cowboy Show is not a comedy. No, it's not a comedy. This is Oliver Platt. This is drama. Honcho rides into town. And these people, they're dirty and they're dusty. They've seen horses, but they've never seen a man who is a horse. Right. So he clip-clops into this bar. And he just wants him a drink. And that bartender says, Trough's outside. <laughs> it's heartbreaking. And then he goes up to the hotel. He just wants to lay down his head, his human head. And they say, no room for horses in here. Might could put you up in the stable. <laughs> this is not funny, Big Al. It's not funny. Honcho's got to deal with this stuff. How'd you like to have half a body that's a horse? (laughs) I don't know. Could be pretty good. What's his job? What does he do? Is he a wrangler? Is he a gambler? He breaks horses. He knows how to communicate with. I see. I see. Because his butt's a horse. Now, do the horses trust him more than an than a person, or do they find him as strange as the townspeople? That's the thing that's so sad. They find him strange too. Oh, really? He can he can do no right. He's know? a man without a country. He's a man without a country, Honcho. Yes. <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> but he's so lonely. 
He's so lonely. Of course he is. He's got a horse butt. All right. Well, maybe you'll watch it and you'll feel sorry for Honcho. Maybe I'll watch it and I'll have a good time and I'll laugh. So that's coming to CBS what night? That's coming on seven days a week. You try hiding from Honcho when it's on seven days a week. Okay. All right. Well, I'm glad. That's a bold move. And that's the kind of thing they're doing now in what I call the golden era of television. Well, yeah, it's a new way of binge watching. Mm -hmm. It's on all the time, so you have no choice but to chug it. Some podcast. Toot toot.